Hello, friends. I hope you and your loved ones are staying safe and healthy. One thing that helps me not to give in to despair is paying attention to the natural world using my imagination. One day I sat and watched two crows pay a visit to our front yard. Two crows. Two crows come strutting into the front yard like realtors of the year, scouting the neighborhood for homes their wealthy clients might buy. Shoulders back, heads tilted haughtily upwards, they swagger among the plants for a few moments, bend down to eat a something or two off the ground. Then abruptly they turn and walk away, uttering not a click or a caw, leaving behind no business card penciled, contact us, only a lingering sense of reproach that our little cottage was a waste of their time. Here's a poem about a lone bee in our front yard garden called On the Job. The rosemary and jasmine have dropped all their blossoms, and the swarms of honeybees who toiled here so assiduously have taken their enterprise elsewhere. So when the one worker who didn't get the memo shows up for her shift, she finds the workplace flowerless and deserted. But instead of rushing back to the office for her next assignment, she lingers in the garden, investigating sights and smells among the shrubs, the succulents, the long grasses, and enjoying the unexpected pleasures of an afternoon off and time all to herself. And finally, here is an appreciation of the passionate end-of-summer singing of crickets called Night Music. On evenings in late summer and fall, crickets in agonies of longing emerge from the crannies where they have passed the daylight hours to take their places under the throbbing stars and perform urgent arias of erotic love, which, had I known it when I was a young boy lying on my Nebraska lawn on warm August nights, would have made me blush. But these autumn night times I listen unembarrassed to 10,000 Lotharios filling the air with cricket versions of Love Me Tender and Let's Get It On, and I am stirred by the pulsing beauty of their mingled voices, and by how, eons before there was an Elvis or a Marvin Gaye, the ancient wild knew a thing or two about turning up the heat. I hope you've enjoyed my version of natural history and scientific observation. Thank you for listening, take good care, and adios until next time.